0: Hello everyone, this is episode 4 of It's About Time, I'm Brett Smith. And I'm Frederick Richardson. Awesome, awesome. Good to see you, man. Last time I saw you in person, I think it was a week ago?
1: I think, wasn't it before I went to Florida?
0: No, I I played in that, um, it was after Florida, I I played in that Freeball Friday tournament you got. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. with Jordan Davis. Yeah, yeah. Yep,
1: she's wonderful running that thing. Yep, that was uh, a week ago, Friday, week and a half.
0: Yeah, it was pretty cool to see another uh, tournament director. She had a little clipboard and just walking around looking (laughs) at everybody's game and making sure they were doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome.
1: She was fantastic. She's she's actually the president of the Gamecock Pinball Club, um, which was something we were really excited to get started this year. And uh, so she ran that all year. She graduated her master's program. And um, she's here for the summer, and then she's heading over to Paris. Oh, Paris. Yeah. So so, she's
0: leaving right when she gets good. Yeah.
1: So (laughs) she's been in pinball um, her whole life. Her dad, I think, was an operator. I know for sure she grew up with games. Wow. And so, yeah, when she came in the first time I met her, and she was just back there for three hours banging away on stuff, I was like, okay, (laughs) you like pinball. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, she really rallied the troops at USC. I mean, I think the last night down there, we had like 28 people just from uh, USC coming in and, and checking out Gamecock Pinball. And she already has a replacement. She developed some people to help assist with things. So it's really nice to kind of get pinball on campus for usc first time in
0: over 200 years yeah it's cool and that event was pretty pretty nice You just had random people walk in and they were just coming there for a drink or something and they're like oh we have a tournament come do it <laughs> and they might do like one or two rounds and just just quit after that but it was kind of cool seeing their interactions and stuff i'll tell you one thing nobody liked gnr <laughs> <laughs> nobody liked gnr so i'm not sure if that's a beginner game jersey Jack. Uh, play better yeah um on that note toy story toy story 4 oh just announced today yep. so we're gonna date ourselves um, just announced, not today, just announced Yes, just <laughs> announced
1: Recently, uh, yeah. Toy Story 4 It uh, Currently we've got the video going On a screen with us here And it uh, looks like fun, man
0: Yeah, it looks pretty cool It has a little spin wheel on the side I think it has a scoop right there on the left side mm-hmm. Um, pops at the top um, And then the left ramp, I believe that starts some of your modes a Huge TV display that G, uh, Not GNR, JJP loves to do yeah, yeah. Especially in GNR Well, the GNR one's small, so it's kind of like dialed did yeah, the
1: dialed-in one is more like a phone, and this is like a, a mini, I don't know, it's display. A mini tablet. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It's interesting to see. I'm waiting uh, to see what happens when you hit that kaboom ramp and you go up into the no-good gophers. Yeah. Realm of pinball. Yeah. Sort of see what happens. I
0: saw him combo in it earlier. Um, okay. You combo it a bunch of times, you get some stuff. It looks pretty cool. Um, I'm interested to see because I know Steve Ritchie's at JJP now, right? He is. Yeah. So you have Pat and. And Steve, so I imagine what's going to come out next from them.
1: Well, this is Pat's
0: game Yeah, exactly, So yeah. he did this. I mean, obviously
1: we're seeing. I mean, it's Pat. You see kind of, kind of a lot of his stuff recur. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it reminds you a little bit of uh, uh, Willy Wonka with the uh, tickets and the bars and stuff, and then uh, it reminds you a little dialed in yeah. as well. The upper right flipper, um, but it's bright, it's colorful, mm-hmm. uh, it's got a lot going on. Uh, we got one on order so pretty excited to see that happen and uh obviously whenever there's a new announcement there's a lot of a lot of hubbub yes, going yes. on a lot of people yes i, I did read some, some comments earlier
0: um, before i read the comments i think this is a good theme for uh newer pinball players especially my generation because we remember you know toy story sure the original sure so kind of dating myself here but you know especially toy story one so i'm going to read some comments on this video and this one guy says uh the neighborhood daycare will be happy today. The rest of the 35- to 65-year-old men will be highly disappointed. Didn't Wonka collect tickets and have the same kickback? Are we getting duped by DDP? I mean, GJP? And I'm like, it sounds like a hater to me. Yeah.
1: Who
0: <laughs> cares you know, about the kickback? Yeah.
1: I love people that can give feedback on designing pinball machines. I have very few of them I know actually know how to design pinball machines. Exactly. So, uh your opinion is very important
0: to us and you have some people that say nice layout flow good presentation i like the artwork mm-hmm. you know a little positive mm-hmm. there but yep. it takes a lot to design that um uh, yeah and i've been noticing small things with certain games like on this i saw the ball go into the pops came mm-hmm. out of the pops and just had a power in lane Oof. but that's not random yeah you know what i'm saying you gotta like design something to just pop into the inlays like that yep um kind of like uh black knight sort of rage if you if you miss that middle ramp mm. sometimes it'll hook that post and then come right into that like yep a little stuff like that is pretty cool yep.
1: well you got to watch for stuff like that and if things are like power draining then it's like okay do we need to put a timer on here like keith yeah. with uh godzilla when you do the reverse tailwap or oh, the um, wallop the wallop yeah you know it would uh you know give you your ball back now i did something last night on it oh i know what it was it was um when you hit that inside ramp for the electric uh, the charges Tesla strike yeah, yeah Yeah with the spinner I was uh, up at Player one up In Rock Hill And uh, I was playing I was just Nailing that shot Well if you nail it Two times in a row Every time Three times in a row It came away From the feed And went straight down The center Oh really There was no ball Timer there There was no <laughs> ball Saved
0: there Yeah I think you so. get Two times Yeah When it is. first happened well, on the beginning code i remember if you hit it one time that was it yeah so now you i have in my head if i hit it twice i'm good and the last one mm. i'm not sure Yeah. No, but that, that's a game that uh that keeps on giving it sure does um sure does so we we're talking on the, on the topic of uh saving balls okay okay so you got your tilt you have know, mm. different ways to save a ball there's different maneuvers you can do now you know you go to different tournaments and people say you know as long as you are trying to save the ball mm-hmm. from going down the drain you're fair you know yep um but I think there's an etiquette to it. So I okay. played in the tournament one time where so I was a player two, uh, player one just did a crazy save. Of course it didn't work. Crazy save, <laughs> tilted it, right? Yeah. Bob's just swinging. Yep. Right? So you expect me to just stand back and wait five minutes for that thing to stop swinging? 60 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Um. But he, he essentially ruined the game for the next player. Well. So and when, what I'm saying is like, you're on ball one Uh, Mm. no matter what game you're you're playing you still got two more balls to try to make your chances now Mm. if you did that on ball three i can be like cool yep you know that was your last chance yeah but you still have two more balls to kind of make up for what you did sure so i feel like certain saves are warranted and later balls yep especially when you got people behind you so here's my retort to
1: that so there's a number of tournaments that will put tape on the floor where your feet must stay and if the feet go outside of that tape then you're dq'd wow. and so you can do wild crazy saves but you better bring those feet back to what you're saying i can't tell you how many times i've been in a tournament and somebody's done some wild crazy save and has moved the game boy does that get under my skin and you know what very rarely do i have any recourse Yeah. a lot of times it's pushed it's off to the side Like, I I like games to be balanced and perpendicular to the wall. Mm -hmm. And so when they're cockeyed, like, it's like, oh, really? I got to deal with this. Um, You can talk about etiquette all day long, and you're going to have, you know, people just talking about, well, I was trying to save the ball. You know, okay. (laughs) Yeah, you were. Um, It's really up to the organizers and directors to sort of set that so it doesn't happen. Rubber feet are great for things like that um putting tape around and being dequeued is another way to prevent that so really people are only going to do what they can get away with so it's it's up to us as directors to try and curb that kind of behavior mm-hmm. um you know i know a lot of the events that uh, i run or work with we you know we we allow you to make a save uh, if it's attempt to make a save but you know, if if you're just trashing the game afterwards, you know, yellow card yeah. or what have you, that's pretty pretty standard at least uh, you know in the fellowship and around here.
0: And some some places have that rule: of if the machine touches the next machine, then yeah. that's it. You know, Dude, the that's the
1: place. worst. You're playing next to somebody, and they they throw a game, and the game hits your fingers or something. Yeah. And and you know what? A lot of times, you're not gonna get a compensation ball. Like it's just you deal. So i don't know i think you hit it on the head when you talked about etiquette i think that should just be addressed in the rules and in the beginning of tournaments
0: yeah yeah it's it's tough you know i've I've had my times where you know things didn't go my way Mm. and you kind of just have to like you know walk away yeah you know um but i mean and i've done it you've probably done it but when you're losing and you're done you just tilt mm. out shake mm. machine run away mm. i've seen a friend Marcelo do it a couple of times he, he's known for that and um mm. it's just I, 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 that's just part of it but you know it, it's like when you see that you're like you kind of got to sit yeah. back and like take a breather it, it, well it's hard.
1: it doesn't take much to develop a reputation either so yeah. if that becomes your norm then suddenly you're a person of interest <laughs> during, <laughs> during an event so like keep your eye on timmy over there he likes to throw games around he's in trouble so you know that's a bit of a thing and you don't want it to be and you know be respectful of the games and the people i mean i've i've for 30 years i've been trying to control my anger and temper at different times and i think i think i've come a long way and try and be better but
0: uh, i'll shake the game next to it <laughs> i haven't got to that point yet i mean if the game's off you know, I might yeah. do that, but uh, stuff
1: happens, man. Just pinball.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah. It's, it's just it's just a game. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, but, like like that guy uh, talking about how oh this is a, a kids game. You know, all the old guys are gonna be mad. I'm like so you're playing a game. At the end of the day, yeah. you're playing an arcade game. Yeah. You know.
1: I think it's it's great though that you're noticing that and and wanting it to be, you know, fair playing field. Uh, yeah. Pun intended. That uh, you know everybody should be able to you know. To be able to walk up to a game And have it be fair But I, I'll be honest Like honestly It's the high level stuff That I see people Get really angry at Oh and yeah And throw games around and, and you're just like Ugh But yeah you, You're you allowed time I, I think it's 60 seconds Might be 120 I'm not sure I, There's plenty of people I've played with They, they whip out their phone And get right there On the Dude, play field And there's my timer
0: I started to just walk away I mean I know, I know That might be bad Because you know Tournament directors like what's going on Why is this game Taking mm. so long But I'm like Sure because I've had situations where I walked up to the game too soon and I probably shouldn't. I did a slight bump and it tilted. Yeah. So like, oh, double double warning to tell. And I was like, well, maybe if I would have just sat out for a little bit.
1: If you, you want know? good etiquette, my advice is this tell someone, hey, I just got a double danger. I didn't tilt, but yeah. I shook it. I mean, uh, and I think we've really encouraged that down here a lot. And so I think a lot of people uh, share that information.
0: Yeah. That's good. That's, that's a definitely a good level of respect. respect there too um i've seen a, a lot of players kind of come up recently a, a lot of, a lot of really good guys and gals and stuff and um you get some people that are salty yeah you <laughs> yeah think? it just doesn't make any sense it's like it's like if you, you know this is something where and this is with anything you do but if you put time into something you're going to get better at it sure you know what i'm saying and, you know pinball is so random sometimes you know i, I can be i can put you know Forty hours into a game and I walk up to the game and like, Oh yeah, you know, he's gonna kill it. Oh he won? Of course he won, you know. Mm-hmm. Of course he won. Yeah. But um House champ. And then when he loses, they're like, Oh, what happened? But I mean, yeah. that's a freaking game. Like, you know, <laughs> what are you doing, man? So what else you got? You know, I usually do my uh our game strategy. Sure. So this time I want you to pick a game.
1: Okay. Um <clears throat> general strategy for uh Iron Maiden okay cool yep um i think for me i think my path is going through the modes so making sure that i spell eddie and get those going when you're going through the modes you can collect a lot of the other things you're doing all of your power items um your drops for your locks your captain ball hits for your mummy um, so everything else sort of comes along with it. But if you plow your way through those five modes, um, usually when you come out at the end of that and you've got your two minutes of midnight mode um, and multi ball, you're probably um, right there with your Eddie and your power stuff. No, wait a minute, that's two minutes of midnight. What's the other one with all the modes? Cyborg. Cyborg multiball. Yeah. I was getting those two mixed up. Those two kind of sort of come. In tandem,
0: yeah. you
1: know, for for me the first time through anyway, and um, you know, and then along the way, hopefully you've had one, maybe two mummy multiples and you've had one, probably trooper. Um, certainly can do a second one. That's pretty easy to get to as well. So, yeah, just going through the most kind of my general play on that okay. game. Okay, so, just in
0: tournament mode too. Yeah, just go through like that. Pretty much. Um, I've, I've, I have have two options. Uh, first option is shooting my revive if mm. it's working if Love it's working, it. yep. if, it's, if it's feeling nice and i'm getting it every time i just get my revive tough going. shot man um
1: real tough shot
0: um if that is not going good then i just pivot back just try to hit my drops first okay just so i can get my light my yep. locks lit yep um after i get my locks lit, depending on what mode i have ready because mm. um, you know you, that left spinner changes your mode yep yeah so after that um I, your
1: revive spinner until you spinner. until you get all your letters in there
0: yeah and it, just, yep. it locks it in yeah. yep um so from there um, I would like to do what you do in most pinball machines is bring a mode into the multi-ball. Yep. Um, Stack it. Yeah. So I, I like Fear of the Dark. Yeah. Great mode. Because um, you that have to mode. hit the ramps and you have to hit the spinners. If you yep. t- pair that with a multi-ball, you're doing pretty nice. Sure. Also, if I light my locks, unless I get aces high, I run through aces high, by the time I'm out, hmm. my locks are already lit. Sure. Yeah. So I go hmm. ball from there. Um, and that's as far as I'd like to go in tournament style. Now, it would be great to have 2x playfield going mm. coming out of that mode and getting your uh, mummy award because that's that's 15 yes 30 of so, yeah, it's, it's two so yep. that's pretty nice sure that's something good to fall back on um and if i'm playing the pro version of course i'm gonna go for mummy yep
1: <laughs> yep. yep and it's nice to stack mummy with icarus which seems to happen quite a bit because they're both yeah uh, ramp modes yeah. and get you through that at a ball there yeah so. exactly yeah.
0: <clears throat> now i want to start improving on my power jackpot strategy yeah. I'm not really sure how to get there because every time I look up, I'm like, oh, I don't have anything. But sure, um, if I can actually pinpoint that, see that, you know, where that's at, multiply that by two or three, you know, it's ball. Well,
1: funny you say that. So how you do that yeah. is by not collecting them. Yeah. yeah. Keep them going. You got to keep them on that captive ball yeah. and not hit it. Uh, so yeah. the more powers you get, the more multipliers you have yeah. to make it worth more. Okay. Um. So I hate games where you have to avoid hitting shots that drives me nuts (laughs) especially a really nice easy captive ball down there to your left but if you can that's that's how you really blow up your power
0: yeah that's cool -hmm. you got a game game. yeah um i I had something else in mind but i'm just gonna go straight to uh mando because in my opinion i think the game's broken (laughs) i'm I'm gonna tell you why i think it's broken (laughs) because when i when i first started playing it everybody's just like shoot the middle get a multi-ball cool okay whatever you get past that part so then you figure out you hit your scoop twice you get a qualify mode for the first two modes mm. right so you hit the scoop squat you hit <laughs> you hit the scoop twice you get a mode in your second mode you can do the same thing after that you had to hit ramps okay so this is why it's broken you can start one of the multi balls either number one or number three don't do number two that's not I don't think it's a lot of points in that do one of those pair it with a mode which is most likely the first one find the asset hmm. you can come out of that with at least 500 mil
1: 500 mil yeah
0: wow if you do it right okay i'm telling you it's broken Okay. now, now is it's very um i wouldn't say it's random because you can do that in consecutive order and not like get the right modes you need but you know your targets on the right change your multi-ball and the targets on your left the hunter change the modes mm-hmm. so I'm telling you the, the game is broken Okay, because you can you can come off ball one with five hundred mil and sit down. Now maybe a high level play everybody's doing that, hmm. but I've not seen everybody do that around here. Sure. Now I've been trying to explain that to uh, a couple people around. They're like, "Oh, I hate this game. I'm like this is literally all you have to do, and just hit your shots after that, collect the super jack,
1: walking away." Well, I will. Uh, I'll say this. I agree it's broken, but not for that reason. For me, it's broken because it's a linear scoring game it only goes in one direction and so all i do when i play that is i just stack modes with my multi balls i make sure i go through those but then when you're done with that there's nothing to do i mean it's linear you can't do anything else until you get your you know mini play field done so for that you know once i realized I, I can bust through all those multi balls and all those modes you know most of my games then what so you know, it's, it's all on how I do and which ones I stack and, and how many super jackpots I hit and things like that. But mm-hmm. other than that, you know, it, it, it doesn't get super creative in other ways to get things. And that's unfortunate because I really liked the game a lot when it came out. And, uh, you know, now it's like, eh, you know, I'll go up there and chop a little wood. But it's there. It's yeah. there. If I gotta play it, I you know, I like the call outs. I like the show. So I'll play it. Mm-hmm. I'm not upset.
0: Yeah, and after you do your first multi multi-ball, that middle shot turn, turns into a hurry-up. Yep. So you have to so you you know, first, hit that until you get there, yeah. Next one. Hurry-up. Now, there's a, multiple. there's a lot of points in the counter modes if you can finish them. But it's the encounter at the top. Oh, the encounter. Yeah. yeah. But it's really hard on the premium. It's not even really worth it. Now, I wonder, is the scoring different in the premium? Probably not. No,
1: I don't think so. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, but it's
0: based on, like,
1: your flipper hits and not hitting it and only hitting targets and having 100%. <laughs> whatever that's a lot there no man you're better off going you know into the foundry and getting your goodies and you know do Hunter and get that and get
0: some more Beskar yeah Hunter I haven't explored uh, Hunter I've done the Capture the Mithral I think and I think that gets your that's the first one yeah I think that gets you Beskar it's the orange shots I think
1: every time you you get Beskar by completing little different modes on Mm -hmm. the game and Hunter's definitely one of them and it's lucrative and you can build them up yeah so if it's you know your two orbit shots that you need to complete it you start it with one and then there's a feed shot there's some lit shot that feeds the Vescar and keeps going and your timer's going and then all you got to do is collect it and
0: boom you're out of there that's your money that feels nice doesn't it yeah still trying to figure out what ambush mode does I, i stacked it up one time got like 45 mil per shot but i don't really know how I did it because some of the shots it increases the timer and mm. then one shot locks it in for whatever value it is but okay. I always try to just get out of that mode that's, that's new
1: code just, so yeah. I haven't dug into it too deep
0: no
1: we should talk about the World Championship yes let's talk about that I just want to say that I had a great time it was weird having been qualified from 2020 and then going in 2022 uh, I don't know if I'll ever qualify again. We'll see. Who knows? The world is turned upside down. But um, it was wonderful to go this year and see friends and see people I hadn't seen since pre-COVID and see our international friends, which we used to see a little more often. And obviously, now with travel being what it is, uh, it, was, it was definitely tougher. And meeting new friends. Uh, met a whole bunch of cool new people, a bunch of people from Germany. Uh, that little kid that we played with, man, that guy was a little rock star. Oh, um, you're
0: talking about um, what was his name? Uh, you're talking about Paul Englert. Is it Englert? Yeah, Paul. Okay. Short, long hair. Yeah, a little yeah, rock star
1: Paul. Paul. Yeah, that yeah. guy was awesome. Got to play with him a couple times. Jim Belisito was on fire. <clears throat> I thought it was his tournament to lose. Really did. And then of course, you know, never take uh, never take the hometown out of out of the equation and. Lo and behold, EJS. Yeah. Coming screaming through. So, um, but it was fun. It was my first time to the pinball asylum. Uh, I loved the place. Really did. Um, uh, yes, I know it's come a long way. That's what everybody kept saying. Oh, you just seen two years ago. Oh, well, I'm seeing it now. And it's cool now. Um, the titles that they had, oh my gosh. Um, been a long time since I go to a place and see games I hadn't seen before. Well, I went into their place and saw five, six games I had never seen before. Wow. Um, I took a bunch of pictures. Like, it was just a lot of fun, what they had. Um, It was weird, though, because, you know, all the games were on free play, right? That's part of what we paid for. But unfortunately, a lot of times the games didn't have credits on them. And there were no keys. And so you could not play the games on free play. And that was... A bit of a challenge but yeah. um you know other than that uh that was my first time spending time in fort myers i really enjoyed that and went out to um, some meals with different people including dj who uh, real who we've had on here eric stone the eventual winner um i was down there with jason my best friend um so we did different stuff um really i mean really liked it uh great area uh, except for the dog <laughs> Except for the dog, the uh,
0: the guardy, the oh. guardy dog that they had. Did you get your rabies shot?
1: <sighs> I did not. So. No, you're supposed to. Yeah. If this this is a our... whole
0: protocol you have to go through when you get bit by a dog. Yeah. yeah. Well, if this yeah.
1: is uh, our last episode, then I've enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got bit by a dog in an apartment complex here one time, and I, I guess he, I guess the dog is used to being at homes, and I guess they had just moved to apartment complex. So I'm just walking up to my apartment, open yeah. the door dog kind of runs up and i'm like what's going on just nips me and then, yeah. runs, and then runs back yeah i'm like and then the woman didn't even say sorry she just closed the door so <laughs> called the people they came out took a picture yeah and then they put a notice on her door and i guess the dog was gone for about two weeks
1: <laughs> <laughs> well this this you know this was a chihuahua which oh yeah biters yeah those they should all be kicked um <laughs> i don't know like it's cool, and, you know, I like those guys, so we're all good. But, uh, yeah, I got, I got like a little vampire mark in the back of my calf. Oh, man. Man. I, got, I got holes. Oh, I got man. holes now. <laughs> wow. But, no, it's great time. There was a time. full moon yesterday, so. I heard all about it. Uh, <laughs> next year, Germany. Oh, yeah. And then um, 2023, Germany, and 2024 is, I don't know, somebody I know. We'll find out, try and, get the, uh, try and get the deets for you on that. So, anyway, let's uh, take a little break, get a word from our sponsor, and then we'll come back with tonight's interview.
2: Fellowship of the Silver Ball is a collective of players and locations in the upstate area of South Carolina near Greenville. This is the longest-running group of pinball events in the state. They also have the largest continuing monthly pinball in the country. Oftentimes gathering over 60 players. Meets monthly on Fridays in the middle of the month. Also runs weekend, multiple day, and location marathons. This is the heart of pinball in the Carolinas. Family-friendly and stern rules about behavior, language, etc. Great people, instant friends, the fellowship of the silver ball. Everyone is welcome, so stop by and check out an event.
1: And we're back and we are talking with my friend, Carrie Wang. Carrie, welcome to the program.
2: Thanks for
3: having me on today.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Carrie is, in my opinion, one of the most talented, creative people that I've met in the world of pinball. And um, just one of those folks that you're like, wait, what? Really? Um, The more you find out about her, just the more she does, the more she's done. Um, and, you know, inside the world of pinball, outside the world of pinball, uh, just really kind of a fascinating person. So proud to call her my friend. i um, glad to have her on the show. So um, thanks for joining us.
3: Oh, thanks. Well, that's very nice of you to say. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to be here. I like to talk about pinball, so.
1: <laughs> good, good. Um, first question I have, where do you think you and I first met? I'm curious.
3: Do okay. you remember? I remember first meeting you at the Cactus Jacks Silver Ball That's showdown. what I thought.
1: Yep, yep, OKC, mm-hmm. OKC, and uh, going out, and it was a circuit event
0: at the time. Yep,
3: it was my first circuit event, and somehow I won the entire thing, which <laughs> was surprising to me.
0: What year was that?
3: <laughs> um, That's a good question. It, I remember it was their second annual event. I don't yeah. remember exactly what year it was, though.
0: I
1: think it was... It's either 17 or 18. I think it was 2018. Okay. Because it was the second time I had gone. And uh, the first year I went, I finished fifth through eighth. And I think Donovan won. And then the next year I went, I finished fifth through eighth. Both times getting no <laughs> money. And Carrie won, smoked me. She smoked Donovan, like just wrecked house on everybody just a bunch of games oh and this are, is open yeah <laughs> okay. oh dracula she j- tore up like she kept coming back on ball three <laughs> and beating people and it was just the most awesome thing to experience but just on a side <laughs> note i remember talking to the tournament director and i said you know i've come out here twice now and i finished fifth or eighth and i don't i don't get anything like you know it's kind of hard to when you look at the expenses and the travel and the hotels and everything, you know, and uh and his reply to me was, If I had my way, I would just pay first place. And Jeez. that was the last <laughs> yeah. time. The Very last rude. Time. <laughs> no. It's cool. I get it and, and different people are, are, you know, run things differently. But yeah, you were a powerhouse that weekend and
3: Yeah, thanks. That was one of those times where I I got hot at the right time. But yep. I also I weirdly kind of wasn't nervous because i didn't really know what a big deal it was mm. um, I, I didn't really know as much about the circuit back then yeah and so it was just kind of you know low pressure which sure helped, i think K- um, K- saying, yeah.
1: she's the first and only woman to win a circuit event so she's got that on her belt very nice yeah, nice yeah somebody there.
3: told me that afterwards and i i didn't know it at the time until somebody told me mm. afterwards I, <laughs> oh okay <laughs> absolutely
1: no it was a great win um and i remember seeing you in that area um i think we might have crossed paths down in texas as well um didn't you spend some time down there for i
3: did um in I austin right? yeah mm-hmm. i did my masters at ut austin in 2013 to 15 so i kind of joined their leagues in Austin during mm. time.
1: great yeah. scene a lot of good players down there
3: yeah colin mcalpine kind of dominated as yeah. Far
1: as I remember. Yeah, 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 Um what, what what's uh, what was the location there that was really uh, um um? Not...
3: It's totally changed now. Um, when I was there, it was Buffalo Billiards was uh, the uh, favorite that was... spot for tournaments. Yep, yep,
1: yep. Buffalo, and they've closed.
3: Yeah, unfortunately, they've closed, so they're kind of in transit now. I mean, there's a place called Pinballs that I would yep. go to as well, but the,
1: mm-hmm.
3: the maintenance and the tournament readiness wasn't mm-hmm. quite there. Yeah, they had a great selection of games, but Mm. Um. So I don't know. There's a place called the Cidercade. I know Cidercade. I've that, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard that they're that's not their favorite tournament place because they don't give them the keys and stuff like that. So, but I think there's some uh <laughs> that's not like, good.
0: yeah. I think if the game's the minority, gonna be broken yeah. there, stuck ball. You gotta sit there and wait.
1: Uh,
3: uh, yeah. Uh, somebody get the bartender um, real quick. <laughs> somebody told me they have some sort of. It sounded more like a private club that was pretty good for their tournament. Mm. So. Okay. Yeah, but I haven't been down there in a while. Yeah, good I mean scene, yeah. Good people.
1: I liked <laughs> Buffalo Billiards. Uh, they hosted a uh, oh, yeah. circuit event as well, and that was that was definitely
0: fun to go to. That's
3: right. They did have a circuit event. I went to that a couple mm-hmm. times. But yeah, their their operator Jesse was really good, so yeah. I liked
0: Buffalo Billiards. But... Hey, Carrie, what are some of your favorite games?
3: Um, it's kind of an ever changing list. I have some favorites that tend to stick on my list. One of them actually is Stern Star Trek, um, really? which
1: I. Really yeah. interesting. Okay.
3: It's one of those that for whatever reason, from the very first time I played it, I enjoyed it right away.
1: Um cool.
3: I do like Steve Ritchie, so that kind of makes sense. Yep. Um I kind of fell in love with the Star Trek show. I was kind of late to to it, but I, I really like it. Um and Star Trek was the first game that I got new in box. I won it as a tournament prize and yes. I'll probably keep it forever.
0: Very so. nice.
1: The game has really good flow. It's deep. Yeah, it's um, deep. Lyman, Lyman helped clean it up afterwards and really added a bunch of things onto there. But it's, you know, it's like three-dimensional chess with, mm-hmm. uh, with the modes. Yeah. yeah it yeah. feels
0: really good to know those shots and just keep going. And then yeah. that spinner. Oof. You get that spinner going? Yeah. Backhand <laughs> nice. that thing all day.
1: galactic spinner. <laughs> yeah. Galactic <laughs> spinner. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good choice for sure.
0: Yeah, Carrie, I just want to talk about uh, real quick um, your 2019 Worlds. Um, Attack from Mars. Do You remember that?
3: I do remember that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we have just, it up on the screen right
1: now. We're actually watching it. Yeah.
0: I, uh, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Give you a little background. I've been playing for about two years, so I, I spent a lot of time just going back and doing research and just looking at streams. And uh, I remember seeing that, and you just stuck with your a uh, total, uh, total annihilation uh, yeah. strat, not going for anything else. I think at first you started going for locks, but after a while you just started going for the ramps and the orbits and just starting that mode. Really.
3: Yeah, especially at that time, that was my favorite way to play that game. Um, Now I'm a little more flexible depending on how the game is set up and depending on what shots are working. I'll maybe migrate between multi-ball, total annihilation. I'm still not too keen on saucers, but um, Mm. I was just playing uh, Attack from Mars recently against Escher Lefkoff. It just so happens that we were paired on that same game at District 82 at two different tournaments okay and he went saucers all day which i was shocked yep and he told me up front he's like i'm doing saucers and yep. i recommend it i'm like uh yep. no good I don't luck think with I'm that buddy
1: <laughs> listen listen i do saucers also but i do okay. saucers stacked with multi balls so okay i'm trying can, i'm I trying can, uh, to get through them but i'm getting through them with you know with multi yes yeah. so i get that gate down first. Yep.
3: yeah he doesn't like the remake he's used to the original. Yeah. And so on this particular remake he was doing saucers and I did multi ball and I beat him both times. Um <laughs> but that may be the only two times I beat him. I'm sure next time he'll be ready.
0: <laughs> yeah, can you backhand that lock shot? Should uh, be able to on
3: that one I think I could. Uh yeah. I mean not when you have to go all the way around to light it, yeah. but maybe when it was open, I think you could backhand it.
1: That's true. Yeah totally uh, yeah, that uh, he told me that he told me that you went with a total annihilation strat, and I was like, "Wait, what?"
0: <laughs> Twice, I think. Yeah, <laughs> and was the like, first time just kept going. He's like, and even after
1: the second time, she kept going for that, and uh, well, obviously it worked. So, who are you? Yeah, playing?
3: It, it was working out, so it was like, well, might as well do it again. And the billion hurry up can be huge. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. That's but when always... you're going
3: for a big score. Sometimes that's a good way to so go. So you set
1: it up right, try and get two two shots on each each one of the four right. shots, and. Yeah, go bing, bang, boom, and there you go. Cool. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, What got you into, Carrie? I got to know because, you know, I met you as a player and, you know, got humbled very quickly. And then, (laughs) um, you know, and then to hear that you were an operator, and, of course, you know, this is four or five years ago now, but um, Mm -hmm. I remember you started collecting games. You know, I talked to you about Mm -hmm. your collection growing and stuff, but what really sort of – what was the tipping point where you're like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to route these. I'm going to fix them. And uh, you become quite proficient at that.
3: Yeah. Um, I think uh, I've been wanting to do it for a long time. Um, I mean, even as a kid, I would go to the arcades and stuff. And if I ever saw the operator working on the games and, you know, like at that time I was an enam- enamored with like medieval madness and that kind yeah, of stuff well, yeah. and the fact that they they yeah. had the keys and they could get into it. I thought it was the coolest <laughs> thing.
1: Yeah.
3: Um so it's always been appealing to me. Okay. But I didn't think I wasn't sure when or if I would ever get the chance to do it and if it would be like a viable, you know, thing mm-hmm. to do. Um but uh we had a couple good um local operators that okay. just so happened one of them moved um, in the spring of 2020. Okay. And the other one decided that the pandemic was kind of his cue to step away. <laughs>
1: mm. A lot of people did. Yeah. A lot of people and use so that. as uh, That nice.
3: left. Yeah. Those two operators left an enormous void. I mean, David wow. Patrall, he was fantastic yep. and Eric Anderson.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: those were, you know, two of the major tournament locations. Sure. And they, Uh, one of them specifically asked me to take over for him along with help from a friend of mine, Nick Greenup. Um, And then the other one, it was just, it kind of was an evolving situation and I just ended up as the operator. It's kind of a long story, but anyway. uh, Yeah. So I kind of fell into operating Mm. 65 games in Kansas city.
1: (laughs) I was just going to say, we need to mention that uh, Carrie's calling us from the Kansas city area. She's out there. Um, Uh And so that's what the 403, right? Isn't that what you guys call it? Or is 403 that? 403
3: is one of our uh, main tournament locations. It yeah. has eleven games. Okay. Uh, Pizza West is a nice tournament location that's kind of on the west side of the city. Seven games there. Okay. Nubs Pub is like in the same area as Pizza West. It's within walking distance. Owned okay. by the same family. Oh. It's another seven games there. Cool. And then Solid State Pinball Supply has 40 games.
1: Oh, Um, hello. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. So you got a bunch of medium-sized places and then a big boy. And then one big place. Yeah. That's a good range of games. What are the hours on that uh, larger place? Is that like a a seven-day-a-week thing or is it a private club? It is
3: Thursday through Sunday. So Thursday and Friday, 4 to 8 Saturday, 10 to six, Sunday, 11 to six. And I'm there pretty much the whole time it's open. And I, my primary job is to keep all the games running and yeah. to fix games for customers. And we sometimes fix up and sell games and that kind of stuff. Nice.
1: Is it coin drop or is it a uh, museum model pay at the door?
3: That one is hourly. Okay, um, okay. Which people are liking, so we might keep it that way. Okay. So. Yeah.
1: interesting um i'm a food and beverage guy so i believe in the coin drop and coming in and Mm -hmm. having something to eat and something to drink but um for those well
3: the nice thing about there is there is a nice restaurant that serves alcohol and you can bring food and drink over to our
0: space right that's cool (laughs) so who kind of showed you the ropes when it comes to operating
3: uh well i actually have been working on games and like Restoring them and fixing them since I was a kid because my dad and I did that as a hobby for a long time. Love it. Um, so I basically came in already kind of knowing how to fix games, or at least knowing mostly how to fix them. And it, so when I started operating, it was mostly just all right getting used to some new systems. Like for example, we had an uh, o- Octoberfest, which I was like, okay, Don't I haven't play. really dealt with this system before. Sure. <laughs> Uh, thankfully, I was able to learn enough to know what I needed to do to operate it fairly quickly. Good. Um, Spike Two was actually, you know, semi unfamiliar to me. I hadn't owned a ton sure. of those, um, but I'm actually liking those pretty well. Good. Um, Jersey Jack, I got to learn. Pretty happy with those, and Good. then we have some '90s Bally Williams, which I was already kind of familiar with. So, uh, thankfully, it went smoother than I thought there was a brief moment where i was like oh my god i'm operating 65 games do i even know how to work on these
1: <laughs> yeah. one of the things,
3: uh, but it's just one of those things that you just kind of learn as you go as needed as yeah. things break um and it, it wasn't actually too bad one of the locations started with almost all new in box games which was Yay. fantastic so everything started out pretty much working yep so that was a huge advantage
1: good I was kind of bang back too and we opened up, uh, had a lot of NIBs, and that certainly does help. Um, one thing I'll also mention about Carrie, she's not afraid to ask questions, she goes on the chat and tons of times, most of the time she's answering questions. So she'll be on you know, some of those Facebook chat groups and I see you a lot of times guiding people and getting answers and asking for answers and so valuable part of the community. Uh, all that stuff is really appreciated. and. You know, yeah, other I, people aren't that.
3: That kind of stuff saves me sometimes when I get into a situation where I've been banging my head against the wall for two hours on a problem. I'm like, oh, I'll just go on Timball Repair Help, which yep. is one of the names of the groups, and yep. that has saved me multiple times.
1: Yeah, for sure. A lot of my friends use that as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. We we uh, talked to Donovan Step uh, last episode, and he was letting me know that you know when his mom started, you know, getting into operating, like people wouldn't even sell her games because she was a woman. And at that time, that, that was so so weird. He had she, she had to go out of state to even get somebody to even sell her a pinball machine. Um, yeah. So it's good to see some more inclusion and have some women, you know, operating machines and actually, you know, you know being able to take that space up.
1: Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. even know Donovan's mom wasn't operating. I didn't realize that's how he had come through. This is one of my best friends. You know, I knew he had been doing it for a long time, but yeah, then he shared with us about his mom not being able to to even purchase games sometimes in the state and, you know, think about that as probably seventies, eighties and who knows, but I mean, it just, some stuff just doesn't make sense. That's one of them.
3: That's cool. Yeah. I didn't know his mom was an
1: operator. Yeah.
3: I sometimes go out of state to buy games, uh, you know, during the pandemic that kind of threw a wrench in things. It's hard to get games new even. Um, so I like drove to Arkansas and picked up a, Jersey Jack Pirates once. That was nice. an interesting trip. Nice. I drove to Memphis and met somebody from Alabama to get a Batman 66.
1: So, <laughs> Great game. Um,
3: But stuff like that's I, kind of exciting. I mean, I still get excited by buying games, so yeah. uh, when I get paid to go pick up a game, I'm like,
1: cool. Okay, here we go. Let's <laughs> yeah. do it.
3: Yep. Speaking,
1: yep. speaking of which, uh, there was an announcement today. Uh, I'm sorry, there was an announcement recently. Press trying to get me not to date our our episodes here by <laughs> saying things like today today we, next week uh, <laughs> but um yeah Toy Story 4 coming up from JJP. Yeah. did you get a chance to look at that at all
3: I did get to look at some pictures and I briefly looked at a couple videos I want to like look even more closely at it but yeah. Um, yeah I'm excited for it I mean I like Pat Lawler games and I like me to the Toy Story franchise so sure I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah, yeah, it looks
0: like it shoots pretty nice, uh, just by looking at it. You know, you have to really, you know, get on it to know, but you know, it reminds me of Willy Wonka a lot, mm. based off the colors mm-hmm. and sound effects and Little things bit of like that. Dialed in as well, I mm-hmm. think, with
1: that upper right flipper and those inside shots.
0: Yeah, and that's a huge license, huge <sighs> license, especially yeah. with that that Lightyear remake movie coming out. Well, I guess it's not really a remake; it's kind of like an offshoot. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's almost like perfect timing for them. Yeah.
3: Yeah, the timing with the Buzz Lightyear movie yeah. is awesome. Um, I also got some No Good Gophers vibes off of it. Did you Amen. guys pick up oh, on that? Oh,
1: yeah, of course, with the kaboom <laughs> ramp going up into the... The jump ramp. Yep, yeah, yep. And the
3: spinning wheel.
1: Totally, totally saw that. Um, we would be remiss if we did not talk to Carrie about another one of her passions that she is extremely talented in, and that is the world of music. Um, i got a feeling you've probably have been doing that a long time. Carrie is a uh, very well-known, um, I think it's uh, sax, right? Your sax player. I'm, yeah. I'm sure you probably play a lot of instruments, but um, sax is what I know you from.
3: Yeah, so my uh, undergraduate degree is in music education, so I mm-hmm. learned pretty much every instrument for that and how to teach the various instruments. But, uh, my master's is in saxophone, so that's really wow. the one that I spent the most time with. That's impressive. Um, but, yeah, so... I still play some, I don't, the pandemic really slowed things down as far yeah. as gigs and stuff and now sure. I'm so busy with pinball, I'm not playing as much, but I do play yeah. some gigs and uh, I also teach and I, I was really just enjoy say,
1: I'm sure you were teaching too, so very cool.
3: Yeah, I teach private lessons, so it's nice because I can, you know, do that alongside my pinball stuff and kind of create my own schedule. Nice. and. I like working with the kids one-on-one because I get to know them better and yeah. I can help them better on an individualized basis. So that's cool. something I enjoy doing.
1: Do you ever get a chance to uh, get in the recording studio very much and uh, lay down any any tracks?
3: <laughs> Not recently. Uh, okay. My brother like brief, briefly was going to go into recording engineering. Yeah. So when I was in high school, I would go to the studio he was at and record stuff and
1: that's one of my uh, degrees. So that's-, that's why I asked audio video oh, production. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I I mostly did live performance sound, but it started in the studio. So, you know, I almost, did oh, that's that. cool. I almost did. Yeah. That. When I was did in you? college, yeah.
3: um, our wind ensemble um, at KU, we did an album. And then at Texas, I was also part of an album there as well. So that was yeah. kind of a cool
1: experience. me. I forgot KU. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So, um, well, before your time, but uh, one of the last shows uh, when we were touring with Nirvana, uh, we played in the gymnasium at KU. We played on oh, the yeah. basketball court. Yeah. And um, I'll never forget that night because that night we drove out to a little place that I'm sure you've heard of called Stall. Is that oh, right? What now? Stull. <laughs> S-T-U-L-L. Have you uh, been in Lawrence? Did, have you heard of that at all by any chance?
3: Uh, surprisingly, no, I have not. really.
1: Oh, Stull, I, I thought like everybody on campus knew about this. Was no, so... like a secret meetup <laughs> spot? No, Stull is one of the seven gateways to hell. Oh, okay? yeah. <laughs> And it's it, it's like it's only like seven miles outside of Lawrence. Yeah, and you just you got to drive a little way, and it is hands okay. down one of the creepiest experiences it's of like a my deep whole life no man we'll talk about some other time <laughs> yeah. but I mean having, I having Kurt and the gang out there and our band out there it was it was creepy oh I was so waiting to ask you about that too I want to hear <laughs> oh yeah we tried to picnic in the church you know and the, <laughs> the lights came on and the next day there was no electricity there so anyway okay so that, <laughs> that's a, that's the a thing now you that's, gotta go look it I gotta up do a research now. Now you gotta I was go gonna check.
3: say yeah uh, that's an aspect of Lawrence that I'm uh, yeah <laughs>
1: I'm it, it's called stall and we, okay. we went out there after our show to light off fireworks and instead we just got the bejesus scared out of us <laughs> locked out of our van and you know, here we're, here were six, seven grown grown-ass man screaming, like, driving down the road heading back to the college. <laughs> we never lit off a single firework. Oh, man. But uh, we did go back the next day. and Very interesting. Uh, interesting place. So I'm just going to leave it at uh-huh. that. But uh, yes. worth looking into. But you can't go there. You can't. You can't? No. Because if you go there now, there's it's it's a church and a graveyard, and there's somebody there, and they want to know if you know anybody that's buried there. And if not, why are you there? Oh, Really? And, so well we've like no
0: trespassing signs and stuff
1: we recorded an album called stall and he's like oh yeah i know about that so he was (laughs) he the caretaker of the former church graveyard was
0: not impressed oh my god you gotta tell me about that story later yeah some other time uh carrie have have you seen a lot of newcomers coming to pinball recently in the area
3: yeah uh we have some newcomers in kansas city um Cool. It's kind of, yeah, weird the way the pandemic kind of divided things. We have some people from the before the pandemic that never quite came back, and then we have some new people, and then we have some of our old people that came back. So the scene has changed a little bit. Sure. Um, And also, like, the fact that Solid State moved to a much bigger location than our old mm. tiny shop. Yeah. We've got a lot of new people that have found pinball via Solid State. Love it. Um, Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So, because yeah so our leagues have been like 30 ish people which is pretty good for kansas city sure um uh so yeah so we have some awesome new people and it's just so funny to see how quickly they f- go from oh you know i'll try putting oh sure
1: oh, like awesome. head
3: over heels in love with it yeah. and buying their first machine and traveling yeah. Yeah. and like it happens so fast uh, and it's really cool yeah. to see new blood get into it
0: I flew right into it. I, had, I really had no clue uh how deep pinball was until the pandemic happened and um Everything was shut down. I had a couple of friends that, um, you know, had a machine. Played with them for a little bit. I was like, oh, okay, this is cool, whatever. And then I looked online and saw people were competing. I was like, oh, okay, there's there's something. That's a this. thing. There's something to this. That's a um, thing. And then I, I got into, uh, I got a machine. It was an arena. Got that for a while oh, you know opened yeah. it up started messing with it and Skill stuff shot arena yeah it was pretty cool uh, I, I, I thought i was gonna be like yeah i'm gonna be an operator i'm gonna put this in a b- place i'm gonna make a bunch of money and yeah, like are. it was out of there in like two months because the ball <laughs> kept getting stuck at the top so but uh, it, it was cool man uh, it's, and it's cool to see the the culture around it and you know columbia mm-hmm. has a, a pretty um, established community Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of it kinda, yeah, it died down a little bit during the pandemic but it's starting to come back and I see new faces all the time and I like seeing repeating faces that really excites me yeah. you know people that just came in randomly for a, a, an evening and then you see them at a different location later I was like oh so you really can kind of travel around and you, you go to an event out of state and you see them so you know I'm really excited about that. That's the community man.
3: Yeah. yeah it's always like cool to hear people's stories of how they got into pimon stuff and yeah mm. we like to cross promote our different locations like hey if you like pinball you should come out ch- yeah. check out this location yeah. and we bring pinball machines to kansas city comic-con and stuff yep. like that and yep. get all kinds of new people into it so.
1: is there any tips that you have as far as what's worked in kc for you that you think people should know about i mean what 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 things just sort of fell into place and worked and, and helped promote and and push pinball in your eyes anyway, uh coming out of the pandemic here Oh, that's a good question.
3: Um, I don't know. Like, I guess I'll start with how I got into pinball tournaments. I, my first tournament was at Pizza West, the place that I now operate at. Mm-hmm. Um, and this would have been like eight years ago, maybe. True. And, um, I learned about it from a friend that was also a pinball collector. It was mm-hmm. like, Hey, you know, there's tournaments out here. You should try it. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, it took me a while to actually go and play in a tournament. But once I did, I was hooked. Yeah. And from there, I learned about tournaments at 403 club. And from there, mm. I learned about the state championship. And from there, yeah. I learned about, you know, the different levels and different out of town tournaments and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we like to uh,
1: spread that gospel. Um, Tell people, let them yeah. know, like you can travel. There are shows like, yeah, exactly. Big world of pinball yeah. out there.
3: You can kind of like tell if, even if you're just hanging out at you know the pizza joint or whatever that has a pinball machine. Somebody that takes an interest in pinball—they play it more than once. They start trying to figure out what to do. We kind of notice people that seem to really enjoy it. Yeah. And- yeah. If we see that, we walk up and tell them, like, hey, did you know about this other place? And you Nurture. know, did you, would you want to come to a tournament and stuff like that? So that's great, yep, yeah, that's that's Good. one of the ways we do it. And then, like I said, you know, Comic Con was huge for us, it's like the biggest event in Kansas City. Yeah. And they actually asked us to have a booth and yep. gave us a booth for free. And we brought 10 pinball machines, and it was a huge hit, like, they were being played constantly. And, I love uh, it. So that yeah. was pretty big for us too.
0: That's, that's very great. nice. We did something here similar we do. at our comic con. I wonder yep. if that's going to happen again this year. Um, there were talks about it. There were talks about it. Um, I work at a news station, carry So I like, you know, when I heard about it, I was like, hey, let's just give them a bunch of prizes and let's, you know, see what happens. There you here. go. I like hey, that. Yeah, we got our yeah. pop ups there and everything, and it was cool. Um. So we'll see what happens this year, but um, yeah, yeah. the comment you made about seeing somebody playing and they're, they're they're putting more money in the machine, like you kind of walk up to them, it's like, oh, you know, you have any questions and you like it. I'm I'm always trying to find that common medium because mm-hmm. some people don't want to be bothered. Yeah, you walk up and be like, oh, did you know you do this? You do that, and there's like, uh, yeah, come, blah, blah, blah. come mansplain to me, Brett. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'd, I'd love that. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen that before, and I'm just like, huh, maybe you should leave that person alone. I think they just want to enjoy themselves.
1: Carrie, please tell me you don't get any of that anymore, right? <laughs> you, you, you don't have <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> bonehead dudes coming up to you, going, well, well, actually, you know, if you shoot that shot over here, I, I'm gonna get a multi-ball. That's where more than one ball comes out at one time.
3: Right, I yeah. Thankfully, right. It, that doesn't actually happen to me very often, but I almost want it to happen more <laughs>
1: just
3: so I can challenge them to a game. Sure. Yeah. But
1: <laughs> really? Is that? Do you think, like, if, if we bet a couple dollars that, you know, putting some money on this, maybe you could show me more? That would be great. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Well, let me ask you yeah. one tough question here before we let you go. It, has anything happened in in the KC scene that you kind of wish went a different way? I mean, I'm not trying to put you on the spot here or anything, but just I, I love hearing about different scenes and different communities. And I know you're a very integral part of what's going on out there and stuff. If there's something you look over in the last four or five years that you wish maybe could have gone a little differently, is there something that sticks out in your head that you maybe wish went differently? Hmm,
3: that's a tough one, tough one to answer.
1: And I'm not I'm not trying um, to put your back against a wall or or talk crap about anybody. <laughs> but, you know, we all we all learn from mistakes. You know, and one of the toughest questions I ever got asked in an interview was uh, they asked me tell me about a time that you failed. And oh,
0: I hate that question. Oh
1: right, got to say something. But it was a great one. Yeah. And uh, you know, I had some examples. But I'm just wondering if there's anything out there that. Uh, you know, I don't know that um, you look back on and go, man. You know, I wish we would have done this.
3: Yeah, um, yeah, I don't mind uh, sharing my personal failures. I'm trying to think of a good example. <laughs> <laughs> right. I guess, but the other thing that my mind actually wandered to is all of these games that, uh, oh, I shouldn't have sold that. You know, there's oh, tons of those. Oh yeah,
1: already. yeah. I'll bet. Um, Let's I'll hear give them.
3: You one of one of my prime examples, I would say is our family used to have a fun house. Okay, that was like, it was potentially home use only. I know that's very rare for that. era, sure. but It was nice enough to potentially be home use only. Yeah. Um, beautiful. Perfect. Uh, we got it for like $750. <laughs> wow. And somebody offered us $1,200. It sure seemed money. like a lot of
1: money at that time yeah. yeah we needed money to go on
3: vacation and we're like we didn't really want to sell it but we're kind of like all right fine
0: uh, that
3: was one of the bigger
0: wow it was like, that's oh a my good God, one.
3: we sold that for yeah. was that going
0: for
1: like seven now <laughs> sure yeah sure. get a mint one why not wow. oh yeah that's, that and, one hurts. and we
3: have a ton of those because my dad and i were in it you know for a long time yeah and together like we, we had a sea witch that we got Ooh. for like $250 that I don't know what we sold it for, but it wasn't very much.
1: Oh man.
3: Uh, you know, there's a lot of classics that went through that we didn't know how yeah. collectible they would become.
1: It's weird uh, because like there can be a tournament and, and, and like, I've seen some of the Papa tournaments in Pinburg and stuff where they'll play a particular mm-hmm. game over and over, and then all of a sudden that game is like super hot, like fathom. Oh my, we gotta have a fathom because I saw it up on the stream, you know, and everybody kept playing. Yeah. It and, you know, Brett was so mm-hmm. good at that Just game. Just popped out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. I think so. Genie might be like that now.
1: Genie's a little like that. Yeah. Sure, sure. You yeah. ever have a Genie carry?
3: Uh, I have a random genie playfield that I got at a garage sale, but I don't have an actual genie. <laughs> I love it.
1: A garage sale. Well, I don't know if anybody wants this playfield. I'll give you 20 bucks yeah, it was for it. Yeah, he's just like cheating
3: against the wall for 20 bucks. And I'm right. like,
0: I'll take that. <laughs> With all the, you know, the internet hype and the streams and people playing on Twitch, I mean, I think certain games start to go up in value because they see it. And then there's people have never seen that so game saying, before. You yeah, know? agreed. So it goes up and down, it seems like sure
1: carrie you got anything else you want to share with us for uh we let, let you go
3: uh i don't think so actually it, funnily enough though when you were uh contacting me today i was moving games around i delivered a batman 66 and i picked up a mandalorian premium <laughs> and i set it up in my living room so I was hey playing that in my living room. we I'm just involved, got done
0: so. talking about that yeah game, how do you actually? feel about that game? oh nice give me honest opinions <laughs> about that game Sort of so, honest, you don't have to be real. Oh no, honest, just go in. like
1: on air. Honest, go <laughs> ahead.
3: <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to like learning the deep rules and just learning everything about it, and then we'll see how it goes. It was a good deal, it was a nice game.
1: It's so. a fair answer. Why not? It's very linear, yeah. Unfortunately, you just kind of go down <laughs> one path, and spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert, there's only one path and it goes
0: <laughs> forward. So, fine. Right. Well, no, you'll, I will you'll, look have, that you'll have fun. You said you got a premium, right? Yes. Is that the one with the shaker motor and everything? Yeah. Tilty play field. Tilty. Yeah. Play field. yeah. The
3: main feature of the premium is the play field that tilts that has two flippers on it. And yeah. it also has like a, the right ramp or the, the yeah. right, they call it the scoop. And that's like different a thing from the Ellie. Ken has,
0: down. Ken has the Ellie, right? Uh, no, I think. Uh-oh.
1: Oh, no, no, no. You're talking about that was uh, Marco has the Beskar edition ellie the whole thing's silver so yeah that was nice like any any
0: any shot you hit it vibrates so you know you hit the shot yeah
1: yeah, that was was up at ken's house and now that's back so we're working on that but um Mm -hmm. (sighs) carrie thanks for joining us tonight i uh i miss you i look forward to seeing you uh a show soon i don't know um, it must have been pre-pandemic i'm thinking before Last time that I saw you out, so it's nice to see you on the video screen while we're talking to you. But
0: <laughs> from uh, a couple of years back, yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> where is is that in
0: Germany? Did you play in Germany's? This was two thousand nineteen. Do you remember that we were talking about that attack from Mars? Cause I have I, not, I see oh, flippers but 2019
3: spiel. women's that was it. Yeah. That was flippers It was the same place and weekend as nationals. and. Oh Masters. yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. I was out there for that. Yep. Remember all of that, but, uh, listen again, thank you for joining us. Thanks for chatting us up. Really appreciate it. Thanks for being a great person in pinball. Um, you just, <laughs> you're somebody I look up to, man. I really do. I just, uh, you know, really? I know. Isn't that crazy? Like who would have thunk it, but, um, I don't know. I, I really enjoy your friendship. I, you know, I really liked your dad. Um, obviously sad to see him go sad. To see my dad go uh, right around the same time. And so, oh, man. um, yeah, but just, he was just always so sweet and nice and smiling and friendly and a lot like you are too. So I think we know where you got it from, but thanks for chatting cool, thank
3: right back at you. And yes, I'm looking for the, Forward to the next time we meet at some big pinball tournament somewhere. Can't that wait.
0: sounds great. All right. Thanks, Carrie. Hope <laughs> yeah. I can meet you in person sometime soon. That'll happen. All right. Take care and have a great night.
1: All right. You
3: too. All right.
0: Bye now. Mm-hmm.
2: Marco Pinball's mission is to provide pinball machine owners one source for everything pinball. They offer over 30,000 individual parts for thousands of pinball machines to customers around the world keeping pinball out of the landfill since 1985 visit them at (laughs) marcopinball.com
0: all right we're back it's about time episode four we just got done talking to carrie wing loved it a very great conversation
1: and then we were just talking off air and realized we just needed to push record yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that toy story pinball i think that's gonna be cool i I really do and um I know Stern's gearing up for something pretty soon. Yes. Um, I remember when Rush came out, I sent a very mean email to Stern. Did you really? Yes, I did. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so I, basically, I sent them an email about dad rock pinball machines. Wow. And I was like, you got to you gotta change it up, man. There's more people in pinball now. and make it more in- inclusive, you know? What You, you mean
1: middle-aged white guys aren't <laughs> buying
0: all the games? Those are the only ones that's probably buying the games. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's funny thing is, I sent them that email, right? Yeah. Months later... You know, they send like the uh, the the weekly newsletter or whatever, yep. and they like they show like the the clothing and stuff. Yeah, they always have a black guy now in there.
1: With the cl- <laughs> it's because Brett complained. It, <laughs> Let's check that. It's probably not. I will be honest. It's funny you say that, but it's true. I've yeah. noticed the diversity in in yeah. their merchandise, and uh, you know, whatever. I'm just happy. No, like, they should. You know. Yeah,
0: they should. And I'm, I'm I'm just you know half of it. I'm just bsing, but I mean. Pinball growing so fast. Yes, and um, you know, Many I, I, areas. I can talk. I can talk about race here, but when I watch these streams, I don't see any black people. Yeah, <laughs> I see uh, Stephen Bowden. Yep, uh, and that's probably the only one. Alex Ward and I know a Alex
1: few. Alex Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing, and and this is one of the things that I'm severely proud of. I think the diversity that we have in Columbia is one of the best melting tanks that that. I've seen anywhere in the country and and I want to keep feeding that and I want to keep growing that our message has been about diversity and inclusion and I think we feed that and uh, so we've been very fortunate on our end to to be able to do that where you know we don't have sunglasses on we don't have those blinders those filters like pinballs for everybody and it's been that way at our store since the day we opened the doors and so for that aspect you know I, I'm, I'm proud of that but you know still a lot of work to be done a lot of work to be done definitely no doubt about that but uh it's
0: still an early scene i mean there, yep. there was some some um some birthings you know early on but it's still yep. an early scene absolutely we
1: are basically two years in a three-year explosion and that's sort of you know when you get a little uh critical mass going on it starts to run itself and grow its own personalities and see which way it goes of course you throw uh, the pandemic in there and that slowed everything down across the boards but uh in response to what you were saying to uh toy story yeah stern will be announcing their 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 next release here very shortly they're on the way and uh so we look forward to that um i i'm pretty sure it's not um dad rock um but it might be dad movie so i don't know yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to sort of go from there um I'm so to get
0: this happened. right it was Rush then godzilla right yes okay yep. um i feel like rush kind of got left behind a little bit yeah you think yeah i mean godzilla's just like yeah. out of here and rush is kind of like yeah this is cool and um i, I, I don't know I, I felt the same way about Led zeppelin for a while um but recently i've been finding my shots um, if it's I could, a fun game. If I can figure out how to multiply it, it'd be good. You know, yeah. I, I saw Los Carlos got like a bill on that, and then I was like, okay, I kinda see how he got it once he figures out the multiplier. But yeah, um, you know, I, I feel like I feel like Rush has potential, but mm. you know, it came out, everybody was like, eh, okay, it's cool. It was a weird code at first. It was yeah. a really easy code, and then they kinda fixed it up again. Yeah. And then Godzilla just came out and just knocked it out. Oh and no. So There goes Tokyo. We'll see. Um, <laughs> Maybe a couple months that uh, you know, Rush will come back you know up in um in the ratings or whatever but i like to kind of see the reviews on that honestly
1: sure you know um i don't know what to say about godzilla other than you know
0: we talked about it like twice on this. yeah <laughs> it's name, <podcast>. me,
1: <laughs> name me a better game that's come out in the last <laughs> how many years and so that's the only game i play i uh, love it it's fun there's always new stuff going on a lot to do a lot to do there
0: cool um so we're gonna talk about one more thing before we go okay And this shouldn't date us too much by okay. the time this comes out but southern friday gaming oh yeah exactly. atlanta yep uh, it's july what 17th through 19th uh 15th, 15th through 15th the 17th 15th so, to 17th wow friday saturday
1: sunday uh this year southern friday gaming expo returns to the uh renaissance waverly hotel uh great location um always a good show a lot a lot of fun and they have all kinds of games i mean board games card games video games pinball machines um it's kind of our home show being that's three hours away from here um i traveled to it many times um it was part of the circuit tour there for a little while um this year uh competitive pinball returns and um there's a whole team of people working on that i'm part of that group and we uh, will soon be announcing six tournaments in three days and uh, actually have four on Saturday. So, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Come uh, come at me, I look, I
0: look, I look forward to seeing how the pre-registration is going to go. Absolutely. Um, but see what kind of people we can get down here for it. I hope so. Yeah, please take a look at that. See
1: if you can get that on your calendar. I'd love to have everybody come and visit. And it's going to be a great show this year.
0: Yeah. Does Charlotte have Charlotte has a decent scene? Yes, yeah, it has yeah, it's pretty pretty solid. Scene. I don't wonder do they do anything kind of huge like that? Hmm. Maybe that's in the the making. Yeah,
1: not uh, not to this point. Yeah.
0: Um I mean I love the city. I yeah. think
1: the city is great. Reminds me of you know, not such an East Coast city, more of almost like a Midwest city to me. Yeah, I can see that. Um it's a little
0: rivalry there between South Carolina and North Carolina. For sure. For it's, sure. It's, it's kind of natural. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but um, You know, what's interesting, though, is, I mean, a lot of their players just sort of stay up there. They don't really come down to South Carolina and do our events, and that's okay. I mean, they're always welcome to, for sure. And maybe we need to host bigger, better, more events. Who knows? But uh, we love our friends in Charlotte. So, anyway, that's it. Time to wrap up. Cool. Y'all have a good night. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Keep on flipping.